This is Geek Gamer Live, episode 270, recorded on Sunday, September 18th, 2016. The iPhone 7 review, and more. Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Geek Gamer Live. We record these shows live and we talk about the latest in gaming and technology. I'm here joined with my friends, once again, John, Cameron, and Joe. And there's Mr. John and his very, very styling do-rag. Well, it's either if that, you're watching the video. Yeah, it's either that or the you get glare off I don't think anybody really watches the video. I think we get more people downloading the yeah. show, John, so... You could have, uh, but you started. You said, "Wow, look at the glare off that forehead." And I was John, I was it. just teasing you. Yeah, uh-huh. it was called a joke. It's all your fault. You know what jokes are, right? And I guess you are on Team Blue. Team Blue. Team Blue. Joe. Origin with that. Fresh off of his. Oh, oh, web- oh, what? We what? forgot something. What did we forget? Just Ducky. Whatever. There you go. I said it. <sighs> I'm not asking you anymore. <laughs> it's old. Joseph Falby. Hey, Joe. What's going on, buddy? Uh, not too much. Having some technical issues before the show. See, no one would know this because we're gonna we're you know we're recording this now, and no one mm-hmm. knows of our mm-hmm. trials and tribulations that we're having earlier. But uh, looks like things are going well. You got models behind you, uh, planes and trains. Any trains behind you? Automobiles? Uh, no, I, that's what I was going with, John. Thank you. And also joining us once again, Mr. Cameron Ashley, our Cameron man. Hey, what's going on, man? Not much. Just uh, got done watching a little bit of football. <laughs> All of a sudden, Cameron. Okay, <laughs> that looked really bad. We got to put some stuff on your wall behind you, buddy. Uh, I can't because we're going to be painting and moving soon. Oh, that's right. Are you still going to be living in Portland or where are you moving to? Somewhere in the Portland area. Okay. Fair enough. Better internet area? Are you going to go? Oh, wait. Hopefully. Go- it, Google's not coming to Portland anymore, are they? They are. They said they're Google's not coming now. to they any haven't. markets they're not already in. Wow. Because I thought they got approval and, and then. They did. They, they did. did. They bought a fiber head. Mm-hmm. And now. Are, they are, decided are, they didn't have enough or it wasn't profitable enough or something. I don't know. Well, it's I heard. Google. Maybe. Maybe someone came up with a better idea that they're going to. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Somebody said they're going to do Wi-Fi instead. That's right. And, you know, anybody who's tried to game on Wi-Fi knows the latencies can be really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they do it over, like, you know, LTE or whatever, you know, Wi-Fi signals or whatever they're going to do, they're going to say, well, you know, the uh, the bandwidth is at a premium, and so we have to charge, a, you know, $200 nah, they're a gonna, and They're going to go WiMAX. They're going to bring it back. What? Heck yeah. <laughs> they're they're going to go WiMAX. They're going to bring it back. Sprint uh, had it right the first time. They're going to go YMAX. Hey, John's still got Sprint, right? <laughs> so you're ready. Just yep, <laughs> right there. You're right there. Yep. Well, I mean, Cameron, you're 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 you actually had in the rundown. I'm just going to throw this out now so we can talk about it. Um, there's a company out there that is uh, trying to compete with Google on speed, right? That you an article that you saw. Yeah, they're no longer in the phone business. Yeah, Ooh. well, it was Nokia, and uh, over there in Europe, put together a terabit over fiber. Terabyte or terabit? Sorry, I believe it was terabit. Let me terabit. But it goes back to the argument, you know, that I'm gonna I'm gonna play ISP here, Cameron. You know what? Uh, what, what do you need for that kind of speed? I mean, no one's using that kind of speed. Why? Why do you need that kind of speed? Why do you need it? Infrastructure. Downloads. What? What kind of downloads? Uh, improper ones. 
Uh, <laughs> you're supposed to say Linux distributions because that's oh. what any yes any good person would say. Whoa, what was that? Uh, you still that have the sound turned on in your PC. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> well, oh well, who cares? Is somebody out of practice here? Out of practice, John. Where's your Weezer anyway? Talking about out of practice. The hard drive died in it. Really? Yes. Did you dunk it really? in one too many pools no, or something? No, that was the. I had like three of those things. Okay. So you can't you, piece the three together into one. Nah, it's it's time. So what are you going to upgrade to? Are, are you uh, looking past the Weezer and you're going to another brand? I mean, what are you going to move on to? Like Windows 2000 or what are you thinking? <sighs> like a T22. ME. John's going to go to ME. ME. Windows I'm ME. pretty sure there's not a laptop that's called ME. You could uh, <laughs> you could go with the uh, that new uh, <laughs> Lenovo Yoga Pad. Have you seen that thing? No. Actually, Mariah's got one of those. No, no, no. This is this is a new one that's not actually available yet. It's the old mythical two monitors attached by a hinge. Oh uh, yeah. And it'll run oh, it'll run yeah. Windows Seven and stuff like that. One of the screens you can make it be. Uh, one of the screens actually is an embedded Wacom tablet. You know, so you can draw on it. Um, it it's coming. Uh, initially, the Yoga Book is what it's called. It's coming in. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, Windows, uh, Windows 10, of course, or Android, and eventually they say there may be a um, uh, a Chrome version down the road sometime. The only problem with them is the processor is super, super low powered. Oh, but you get good battery life though, right? Because if it's a low powered, I mean, in theory, but it's really, really, it's really, really skinny or really thin. So I don't right. know what kind of battery life. It says up to 13 hours of use on a single charge. Wow, that's really Which good. Is, you know, on par with. Most of the ultrabooks. Yeah, it gets you through uh, all day. Should anyway. Oh, then some. Yeah. All right. I mean, but John, you, you know, you're still rocking your note, right? I mean, that's what you use. My what? I'm sorry. Uh, your tablet. Your My uh, your 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 Asus Nexus Seven, right? Yep. Yeah. See, there, there it is, right there. Yep. Well, what what sticker? Wait, wait. Where's the Geek Gamer sticker, John? Oh, I haven't put it on yet. Sorry. Whatever. Uh, it'll I get never there. actually got one of those. What the heck? Why didn't you get one? He oh. offered it. Uh, you said no. I, I remember that. <laughs> well, I said not at that moment because we were in the car, I believe. <laughs> he said, you want a nope. sticker right now? Nope. Uh, well, you wouldn't print a sticker or download a sticker, would you? <laughs> you if, if you had sticky paper, I guess you could. But, you know, actually, at some point, I'm going to set it up where people can actually order a sticker. And I will put it in an envelope. And I will mail it to you. And it's and it's a it's a sticker. Joe's gonna love this. It's a sticker that um, you know you can put on, say, the back of a laptop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it. When I get home what? tonight, I'll put it on the back of the tablet. All right, fair Are enough. Happy. Okay. All right. So let's let's let's. There's so many good stories to talk about this week. Let's start with a geek story. We'll kind of float around. The iPhone Seven. In case you guys didn't know. Came out on Friday, and uh, to smaller lines than normal. Now, Apple has gone out, and they said, hey, well, we've kind of changed some of the procedures. You can't even get an iPhone 7 Plus in the store. You have to have pre-ordered one. You can't walk yeah, in and get one. you can't just one. drop in and, and pick it up. They, they right. actually started that last year in Oregon, New Jersey, and one other state. I can't remember which one. Uh, basically, the three states that didn't have a sales tax. 
and also the three states that make you pump your own ga- don't let you pump your own gas. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know. But uh, well, I know Oregon has neither sales tax nor allows you to pump your own gas. That's sure true. That, but who cares? Right. Um, but yeah, so they made it so you can't actually just show up at the store and expect to buy one. They do apparently have some that are coming in stock, but you have to order them online and then go in and pick it up. You know, order it for pickup. You can't just show up and buy one. Right. Uh, so, but is yeah. this is this before we talk about the the technical aspects uh-huh. of the phone? Is this Apple trying to maybe start to shy away from the big super lines and the big you know media blitz that a lot of uh, that they get almost every year where, you know, you see the lines go around the corner and, you know, they get this huge fanfare. Is this Apple trying to come it down a little bit, you think? I don't know. I, I, it wouldn't surprise me, but I, they still end up with lines because there are people who want to get theirs first. I mean, there's always people who want to get theirs first. Um, you know, I don't know. That's that's a good question. They're, they're, maybe they are. I mean, it's it's sort of the the opposite of what Microsoft's been doing with their stores, where they're trying to do everything they can to get more people in the door first. But um, when right. they when they brand new open, but um, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. No, I've never really thought about it that way because I haven't waited in a line for a new Apple product in quite a while, anyway. So while. I I know this is a it's a mute point for Oregon, but does buying it online negate any tax paid on it? What do you mean? Like say if like we you don't bought have to pay sales tax. Sales it's tax. dependent on. I think it's entirely dependent on the state. And so it, again, if you order it, if you order, I mean, it's just like anything else, right? If you order online for home delivery, I don't think it's dependent on what state it's in and whether mm-hmm. Apple has a presence in that state, which they pretty much all do. Um, whether or not you have to pay sales tax on that, or whether it's on your honor type sales tax. Uh, you know, I know. Um, I does does Washington do it? I know Arizona does it where at the end of the year you're supposed to gather up all your receipts from online purchases and declare how much sales tax you owe on those online I know purchases California definitely in. does that for sure. I I've yeah, read about and it. And you're yeah. you're supposed to do it, but I doubt that anybody actually does. Or we we don't do. just because of the fact since we don't have an income tax, there's no no way for us to file anything with the state per se. Well, I have a feeling, too, you guys don't get that much benefit from it because the biggest online retailers all have offices in, in, uh, that is in true. Washington anyway. That's true. And you're yeah. paying them sales tax no matter what you do. That's, so. that, is, that is totally correct. So um, there, there are two of us here that have Android yeah. devices, and there are two of us yes. here that have iPhone devices. Well, I, I thought the division we made before was there are three of us that have Android, and, or there are three of us that have Android and two of us that have iPhone, even though there's only four of us. How do we figure that one out? Because I have, I, you want me to go get my Android phone? I have it. Are you actively room. using it though, right now? Well, it's activated. <laughs> Are you using it though? It's powered up. I use it every once in a while. The real reason I have it activated and still powered up is I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that the uh, is it two year old promise now that Google made to bring ways to Android Auto is going to come oh, through, come through know, someday. Huh? And um, it's so sad if you look at the Android <sighs> Auto subreddit. It is so sad. People are like, it's, 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 and Waze is the same way. It's I like know. every other question, every other thing is, when is Waze coming to Android Auto? Soon. And Google's like, soon. And know? that was last year. And that was, well, the, no, everybody got it all excited because in May, they showed a video of it running in Android Auto. I know. <laughs> I think this and is, it, be- and, and they're like, it's coming soon. Right. It'll be here this summer. Yeah. Well, the See, summer is pretty on. much over at this There's point. So, case. Mr. Mark. John. Surprising. No. 
No. No. Oh. Okay. What is Google's? What What is John saying over there? John was trying to show off a, a business card. He was I trying was to putting hold the backside of the business card because it looks like like the sticker on the back. Of yeah. Mine. Yeah. Whatever. John's okay. just trying to change okay. the subject. Um. Roll so on. so okay. Trying so, to disown his uh, Android device. Is that what is going on? No. So no. So technically, I would say I think we're an even split. Even though Joe, you do have an activated Android device. Your primary driver is your iPhone six. That is correct. Okay. Cameron, what are you rocking right now? Uh, 6S. 6S. John is rocking an, uh, a Nexus 6. 6, yep. I'm starting my 6. And I am rocking the 6P. All right. So, which is kind of cool because we're all actually using kind of, you know, plain Jane, you know, first-party hardware, right? You know, our, uh, at least as far as for John and I, you know, we don't have bloated or blowing up Note 7s or anything like that. Uh, so... Joe, did I would, you? I still wouldn't call it first-party hardware. Well, it, to be fair, like uh, uh, what Google wants, like a clean version uh, uh, of of a phone, right? What what Google wants with carrier permission, right? Yes. Yeah. So, Joe, yeah, did you pre-order an iPhone Seven? I did not. You did not. Why did you not? So I had a success, and I didn't really want to drop the seven hundred bucks or whatever it would have been for a six. Uh, so, seven. so when. Uh, when Tim Cook was up there on stage and he was talking about all the great features of the new iPhone mm-hmm. 7 and I was actually watching that presentation live it was it was fun and informative uh there was nothing in that presentation that made you go you know what I want to pull the trigger and and get this new phone Oh no I would love to have one um and I honestly went back and forth about it quite a bit and uh, uh but it, it what it came down to is I I really I wasn't I didn't really want to order it at midnight on the day that it was available to order. And when I thought about it, I really didn't have a, a compelling need to do that. Um, the one I, I do kind of wish that I had ordered and I didn't was the the Watch Series 2. Um, just for the, the water added waterproof capability that it has. So that's, so, that's, really so that's interesting. Difference. So so is that uh, really a big deal for you, the, the, the waterproofing? Because I've seen like videos of those who have taken the, the, the iWatch into a pool and yeah. no, no problems. They, they haven't had any issues. But the, the waterproofing is a big deal? Uh, to me, it is. Uh, you know, I, I make not infrequent trips to Hawaii. I usually try to go at least once a year. And, and I usually go at the very least snorkeling and body surfing and stuff like that. Um, I'm planning a trip to uh, Florida in a couple of, uh, actually a week, and um, uh, I'm probably going to spend at least some of the time in, in a water park there. Um, you know, so water exposure is not, not that uncommon. Um, you know, it's not an everyday thing for me. I know there's some people who, who do most of their exercising swimming, and I clearly well, don't. Well, you got to have your phone um, with you so you can do those selfies while you're swimming. John, we're not talking about the phone. It. We're talking about the watch. Stop John. it, John. You're, no, I'm you're, joking. You're Stop like it. Two subjects behind now. Yeah, where Jeez. where are you? I'm right here. It's okay. You can you can pay attention to next time we do a show. I, th- I think you need to loosen light. you loosen that do rag uh, a little bit. Loosen it up. Yeah, that's that's probably yeah, that's the issue. it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think the water the waterproof part of it. Um. You know, I know that the this is um. Uh, the 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 current watch right. I have a series one now. It's a series one Apple Watch. Um. It's splash proof, but it doesn't have an official waterproof rating. You know, it's and the and the uh, the new series two is has a um, uh, a rating down to um, fifty meters. So, so it just would have been a, one of those things that would have been comfortable to, to swim around in and stuff like that. Would, yeah, would have been not a concern. 
Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, but I'm probably not going to end up getting it and, uh, or, or I'm not going to get it before my trip anyway, that's for sure. And, um, and it's really not that big a deal. I have, I have a couple different really high quality dive watches. So that, that's the other thing too, is, you know, there are a lot of people who were like, well, you know, I can't believe an Apple watch is 350 bucks. And it's like, have you, have you ever priced dive watches? Right, three hundred fifty yeah. bucks is low end. Yeah, I, I've looked at Suunto uh, watches, and they are superiorly pricey, but yeah. they're they're great hardware, though. Yeah. I mean, they're beautiful. Yeah, uh, you could so, get the yeah, ceramic the, Apple um, Watch, Joe. That's only what a cool thousand, right? Uh, it's like fifteen hundred bucks. Right. Yeah, I'm not really interested in, in the ceramic. I mean, the ceramic watch is cool. It's a cool technology, a cool idea, but um, I'm good with stainless steel. That's probably what I'll do. So, so you're gonna stick um, with your iPhone. You're, you're, you're no. So I'm gonna stick no with push. the 6s at least for now because I do have a, an iPhone 6s. I do not have a 6s plus. Are you running um, iOS 10 on there? I've been running iOS 10 for about a month and a half. So yes, and it's been great for um, you. I've, I've had no problems with it. I really, really do like iOS 10 and some of the the cool things that it does. Um, I love the, the actual pick up to have it turn on. But did the actual release fix your uh, CarPlay? Yeah, yeah. I haven't had any real issues with CarPlay since then, um, but yeah. So Joe's not going to pull the trigger. What about you, Cameron? Are you going to upgrade and uh, go for the seven? Uh, probably not. I always go for the second spin generally on these, but I don't know. We'll see what it's like when All we right. get there. Fair enough. Anything else from the uh, the Apple releases? The the new iWatch. Uh, do you have an iWatch? Or are you going to get the new one? Uh, I don't. I've got a Pebble that I'm going to stick with. Pebble Steel. Ah, yes. It's very nice. New Pebbles uh, coming up around the corner here pretty soon. They just had their Kickstarter and hopefully be around by the end of the year. So Yeah, theoretically they'll ship them sometime. Well, yeah. Hopefully the screens <laughs> will look better than this gen. Yeah, I, I was I was a little disappointed in the color screen. I got the, the Pebble 2 and uh, here it is right here. And uh, It's it's not so bad. I, I, I like it. Um. But yeah, the the steel is great because while it, it's not color, the, the the screen it just pops. It's right there against the glass, I, and it looks great. I still think the first gen steel is is the best best watch that Pebble made. I haven't seen a round in person, but I know a lot of people think that that is a really really nice. It, it watch is nice. That, I've seen those. time round. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they have the new ones, which are the Pebble Two, which is another black and white watch. The Time Two, which is a color one, more like the steel. The Pebble Two is supposed to be coming out fairly soon i think they said they're shipping this month but the last update i saw it said they hadn't shipped yet and they're running out of this month um and then of course they have that new pebble core device which is basically just an android device without a phone right so actually it's turning it's turning more into a um amazon lexa device because it now has Am all of amazon's that goofy talk user interface that they threw on their echo uh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. So, John, we've heard from Cameron and Joe that mm -hmm. they're not going to pull the uh, the trigger on the iPhone Seven for for their reasons of they already have the iPhone Six Plus. Yeah, they're happy with them. Six Six S Six S. Sorry, sorry. Plus the Plus S. is the one with the two big screen. Right. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> and the two lenses yeah. and all that. Uh, but John, you, you're you're actually in the market right now for an upgrade. You are running a Nexus Six. Yes. Uh, you've uh, kind of kept your eyes out there. I know you've never had an Apple device before. And that's going to stay that way. It is going to stay yes. that way. So right. uh, I actually want to ask John this. Yes. Why are you unwilling to consider an iPhone? Yes, John. Why? I, 
I don't know. I just no. It's <laughs> okay. So I, I I often I often wonder about people who are diehard against uh, iPhone, and usually they're diehard for Android. And I always wonder if if the I, I'm I'm sort of waiting for someone when I ask them that to say, well, I don't, you know, I, I like my phone to be my phone and and to keep it to myself. No, for, no, know, no. And some privacy related answer, and it's like, dude. Google, yeah, I know. Google, Google's entire income is based upon sharing your personal information with anyone who wants to buy it. Uh, well, I, I mean, I guess I should just say I'm lazy. I've already got, you know, my time and energy invested in the Google stuff. Hey, hey Joe, Joe, and yeah. uh, you see this here? I got this iPhone here. Yeah. Hey, John. Here, take this out of my hand for me, please. Ah! John has an iPhone. Ah! Yeah. It burned. Oh, what? Sorry. <laughs> um, no, but uh, you know, I am coming up pretty shortly here. Um, for uh, replacing this phone, and I've just been I've been looking. And at you're the, considering the iPhone Seven. We were talking no. before the show today, and you're no. you're saying I I'm thinking of going I, to the I, iPhone. I, I highly so doubt that. What? So what? What in the in the what eight thousand different Android handsets? are you considering or can you even narrow it down to like less than 20 I models oh he's narrowed god it knows how yes many there are i yeah it's it's gonna be actually the the well the new not nexus phone <laughs> uh okay, but which one? well there's two there's the self the smaller one and are all your apps that you already own uh compatible with that version of android whatever it may run um pretty sure i i don't have a ton of apps john just uses wi-fi Finder and that's a bit pretty much it. Yeah, he's like, will will it play? What is that? What is that anime thing that you watch? Oh, uh, Crunchy Crunchyroll. Roll. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, will yeah. will it play yeah. Crunchyroll? Then I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if hey, Crunchyroll works, hey, that's fine. So wait, there's a Crunchyroll app for iOS, John. Hold on. Yeah, wait. So, John, you said that you want to get the smaller screen. Yeah, you have a big screen. You have a six-inch screen. So you want to go a smaller screen? You want to go back? It's a five-point-five. Oh, okay, but they have a larger screen too. Yes. But you want to go with Good the smaller on you, John. one. The the bigger one, I don't think it's any bigger than this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's not. But you want to stick with the the, the Android, the and, actual, and, and then the Nexus brand, or whatever they're calling it now. I forget what they're calling it. Yeah, it's. But yeah, it's the clean. They're Sailfish and Marlin. I think it was. It was. It was Sailfish was the uh, smaller one, and it's going to have the G logo on the back, and yeah, that's it. And the actual. But would you never consider an iPhone ever? I mean, I mean, I started with an iPhone, okay? I, I mean, I started with a 3GS. I had a 4. There's that. I think it's a 4S there in front of you. Okay. Well, um, all right. Well, that's... I mean, what's wrong? Other than, yeah, sure, the phone's going to come with a charger. I know what it is. John would have to sign up for an Apple account, and he it, doesn't want to do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, you know... It's, Are you talking about the Nexus 5X? No, 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 no. Not the 5X. No, it's it's the newer edition. That's the... That's the only thing that they have the Nexus. No, it's, it's not even the on the. It's, it's not even on the page. It's, it's not even, even on the store page yet. It's not even there yet. It's not oh, even out yet. Okay. Yeah. If uh, so you're going with a vaporware phone. Got it. Yeah, it's a vaporware phone <laughs> uh, made by HTC. Oh no! 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 You stay away. You do not get that phone. Why? Because HTC, except for the Vive, I think the Vive is very good. Uh huh. Except, for, but that's not a phone. If the Vive was a phone, I would burn it. The what? <laughs> the HTC Vive. You know, the VR headset that Joe has? Yeah. 
Okay, I like that. I think it's great hardware. I think it's the best mm-hmm. VR you can get right now. But if that was a phone, I would I would tell you not to get it. I would tell you to burn it. I don't want. Don't get an HTC phone. They have the, the their customer service and quality control is the worst I've ever experienced. I loved my HTC Evo. Well, my old Evo was great. Chase, you you also um, HTC can die. I agree with Deep in the you, chat you, room. You, but but the real problem, right, is is actually not HTC. It, it, your issue was you rooted your phone no, and they no. were able to discover it and voided your warranty because you did it. No, that's bull because here's the thing. The, uh-huh. the rooting of the phone negates yeah. the fact that they manufactured a defect on my phone. And the defect was the camera. Had nothing to do with the rooting of the phone at all. You well, know? Right, but, but you rooted the phone, which by their terms of service, void your warranty, and then you tried to call in that warranty and they just didn't do it. Uh, where where the, the the pure Google phone, which by the way I think I was reading somewhere. This was way after the fact, and then yeah. I I, did, I decided to give up the fight. But I was reading somewhere that rooting the phone does not validate a warranty, and even though they say that, they can't legally put that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's because of the uh, I want to say like the DMCA or the Library of Congress or something like that. I I forget what it was. It was a long time ago. But still, I don't like HTC because of that. <laughs> but their their VR stuff is really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the phone, yes, yeah, yeah. like I don't want to sign up for an iTunes account. I don't want to have to install any I- iTunes stuff on my PC. You know what? You I don't have I, to. You you sure you don't have to anymore? I mean, is there you, you can you do everything do without you can do everything without iTunes now. You yes. sure? Yeah. The only you thing you would not be able to do without I with that you would have to have iTunes for would be if you had to do a. If your phone somehow borked itself and you had to do a complete reinstall of the OS, which you could also take it to an Apple store and have them do it for you. Okay. All right, so there you go. So you could go to a store, John. Now, um, say I want to get an app for it. How do I get the app then? From from the Apple uh, store. You you the so how do you get the app on your Android phone? Do you yeah. plug it into your PC and you go to copy the Play the store. App over that way? You go to the Play I don't Store. Go, right? I do not, you, you go not to the App Store. The I'm sorry. You go to the original App Store <laughs> on the iPhone <laughs> and uh, download it from there. <laughs> Um, it's, it's the only time the phone even gets linked to the, the computer, my computer is if I'm happen to be plugging it into the USB hub to charge the phone. Um, it's rare that, um, I have an app that I do if I, and I have a, uh, an open share on the computer. So if I want to push pictures or something, I just do it over the wireless. I don't even use a hook a cable up. I just push it to the computer over the wireless. Now, I, I, will, I will say this. To be fair, uh, to, to move media around and you don't have, if you don't want to use iTunes, you, you, you're you pretty much hosed, right? Like, you have to use iTunes if you want to drop data onto your phone uh, and stuff from a PC, right, Joe? Is that No, well, it depends on the kind of, kind of content you're trying to move around. Um, so most people at this point, I guess I'm generalizing. I, I'm under the suspicion that most people don't have an extensive MP3 collection anymore. There are some people who do. Cameron is an exception. I have one, but I don't really use it on my phone ever. Yeah, I don't um, use mine either much anymore. Most people are, are subscribing to Spotify or one of those services and or or Android Music or not Android. Um, Google Play Amazon's Music. Google Music Service, yeah. Google Play Music, whatever. Any of those services, which are pretty much all cross-compatible on all types of phones. So the requirement to plug in to do media management, the majority of the time is pretty limited. Um, 
you know, and, and I don't think that's any different either way. Yeah. And for music stuff, if and when I do it, um, I actually just use Plex. I just pull it off my Plex yeah. server. Right. And and that's a that's, that's what I yeah, do. There, as well. There's there's really not a lot of need to plug them in to the, um yeah. into other stuff. Yeah. So I you know, I will admittedly say that I, I, I did think about the iPhone seven. I I think though that honestly, if I was gonna get back into the iPhone world, I would go on Swappa and, and maybe pick up an iPhone six plus or is it six plus? I'm sorry. The naming stuff is six S or six the six S. plus. Six S. Yeah. The six S plus. Yeah, six S plus. Okay. Um, that's what I would consider. I think there'd be a good value for that right now. I I don't really need the the dual lens thing. I honestly, it's for me, and uh, you know, we had this great discussion pre-show, but the headphone jack for me is important. Um, I like the ability without having to use a dongle or some third so, some for, sort of third party peripheral to have headphones and charge my phone at the same time. Uh, now, granted, See, and I've, I've, I have, I've owned a lot of cell phones over the years, and the number of times I've charged my phone and plugged in a head, something into the headphone jack, it's got to be less than five. Now, it's something I do a lot at work, though. That's the thing. That's the different, right? Like I'll have my phone on the charger, and I'll be listening to tunes or whatever podcasts while I'm doing some some busy work. Um. I know there's a lot of people like when I'm at work, I listen to music. If I'm listening to music, I'm listening to it from my computer. Yeah, I like listening. When I'm in a car, I listen to music from my phone. But then it's either linked via Bluetooth to the to the yeah, same here, or or via um uh, CarPlay or uh yeah CarPlay. Right. Yeah. Um, See, when I do it at home, I uh, I'll generally do it like playing on the computer. I'll be running music through my phone through my rig. And uh, that I'll have it plugged in at that point. Right. So yeah. See, and I, I I do the same thing. I listen through the rig, but I've I don't even have a charge cable out here for iOS devices because I uh, my phone lasts an entire day. I I pretty much never plug it in during the day. Have you guys heard from those who are iPhone fans that are upset about losing the headphone jack? Like I can't. I don't really have a you know something in this game because you know I'm not I'm not a current iPhone user. I haven't been one for a while. I know you got. I know Joe. For you, it's no big deal about losing the headphone jack in a way. I don't know about Cameron's opinion on it, but I mean, is it is it a really big deal? Because I, I, I seem to see mixed information about it, about what people feel about the headphone jack going away and not having that ability that, just to plug it's, in. That's hard. You know, my my collection of people to talk to about it is pretty limited. You know, I don't hear from a lot a lot of them. Uh, I I. I one one average iPhone user that I talked to not that long ago actually was my sister. Uh, she has an iPhone six, and um, and she brought up the you know well I'm thinking about you know I was thinking about maybe you know upgrading to the seven and I said oh okay well, what'd you think? And she goes well, so what's the deal with it not having a headphone jack? And I said well it doesn't have one. And she said why is everyone freaking, but, or, or, or no, what did she say? But there's like an adapter or something, right? And I said, yeah, it comes in the box with a little adapter that you can use to plug in any of your old headsets. And it comes with a brand new set of lightning port earbuds that you can use instead if you'd rather use those, if you're already using the earbuds, which I think a lot of people already are. And she said, well, then why does anyone care? And I was like, that's a really good question. I, I guess. I, I think it's, I think it's because, Anytime Apple goes out and does something that is not the way everyone else is doing it, which happens frequently, 
the entire world freaks out and then says it's the worst mistake they've ever made. It's going to drive the company into the ground. And how would anyone ever support that? And then within the next year, the entire rest of the industry has pretty much all gone the same direction. Well, this, I think this is more akin to a financial decision by Apple, because if anybody wants to build a lightning connector headset, they're going to have to buy that connect the connectors from Apple. Yep. Well, so you can bing it's that all you money want. Grab. It's but, it's true though. I mean, it, right now they have they have Beats. They have a okay, big so, headphone business that they are trying to sell a lot of gear from. So and, you're a, you're a headphone maker who wants to make a set of headphones you can right. plug into an iPhone. Mm-hmm. All of the iPhone sevens come with a little adapter to let you use any standard wired headset until you lose it. Right. Okay. Then you then the consumer has to run to the Apple store or order online for four dollars. Is it four dollars? It's like four dollars to buy a replacement. Okay, if it's four dollars, okay. So clearly, that is a huge profit-making item for them. All right. Well, if it's four dollars, it's it's super cheap. Okay. All right. Well, that's. Good. I bet three of those dollars are going to Apple. To, uh... <laughs> I bet three. I bet three of those dollars are going to Foxconn, who's probably making it. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say the other thing for me on switching was buying all new cables and adapters, but if I do Actually, I, that's one thing, John, I think you're going to you would be fine on because the cool thing is with Apple, you're only dealing with one device, right? Yeah. And so and there's so many third-party accessories for this one device that are certified and and good to work with Apple. I mean, lightning connectors you can get from Monoprice, yeah. uh Amazon, you know, there's some, there's some well, good deals out there. But no, I say, but so it's not that expensive to when make I, the switch. If if I do get the you know the new Google phone, it's going to have the new USB port and USB C. Yeah, and I have to buy a new cable or you know up, yeah. update my stuff anyway. So that's yeah. kind of a mute point. There was a weird rumor. I forget where I saw it that there's an oh maybe the new iPhone may have a USB C connector, or, and I'm like, no, yeah, that's that's not fairly unlikely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, just because of the USB-C audio interface or something like that that I was reading. but Well, yeah, I mean, it, it moving to USB-C really doesn't get anything over, over the lightning plug other than maybe a little bit of enhanced compa- uh, compatibility, but USB-C is so immature right now. Yeah, I mean, think of how many places you see it. Hardly any still. Um, eventually, I we'll the see motherboard more. I, ordered just, I think the motherboard I ordered has one. The couple... Yeah, th- I... I I don't. I think. I, I don't think this motherboard has one, and I don't believe my mini PC even has one. Um, well, if your mini PC doesn't have one, then mine doesn't have one. Interesting thing that I that I did read about in regards to the new iPhone that some people are starting to kind of raise their eyebrows about a little bit is, well, at least on the iPhone Seven, um, is that the camera lens doesn't use the sapphire glass anymore. Uh, well, that, that's according to this one guy. Now, you, do you not believe that? So this one guy has a history of talking horrible things about anything that he doesn't agree with. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and he also apparently, although he has a bunch of tools, one of the questions that uh, somebody asked when they saw this, and I remember running across it, is why doesn't he actually use a microphone to look and see if it's the lens scratching or if it's something being left by the tool? On the on Good the point. the the actual panel, and seeing if it's a coating, like in it, like if it has an oleophobic coating on it, like a lot of the screens do, that's being scratched and not the lens. So, 
it's now, some interesting ab- questions, but what about the new home button though? The the where it only responds to uh, an actual touch, where it's not since it's not a physical button anymore and it's capacitive touch. If you're wearing yeah. gloves, you can't push down on the home button anymore unless you have one of those you know gloves that uses you know what the capacitive touch well, things. Okay, so if you're wearing a glove that doesn't have capacitive touch on it, and you turn on your phone. Well, they usually have it on. They usually have it on the fingers, right? So you could push down okay. on the home button, unlock the phone, type in your your code, and you're good to go, right? But now, well, since it's not a physical button that you can push down with your thumb anymore, then you can just hit the lock button. Then it's then no you, different than this, or or, that. or you push it with your finger that has the capacitive touch panel on it, right? I mean, so if you're wearing a glove that doesn't have any capacitive touch pass through, you're not using your phone. Well, you have to get some touchscreen gloves. <laughs> well, I guess. Yeah, but no, I mean, what, get a stylus. What what I'm saying is <laughs> a stylus. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is right. If you if you are wearing gloves that don't work on a capacitive touch touchscreen, even if you unlock your phone, how are you going to use your phone? How are you going to unlock it? Well, some not everybody locks how, their no, phone. No, how just how? So okay, I unlocked my phone, but now my fingers won't work on the touchscreen. Correct. You need better gloves. That's what you need. You need capacitive touch gloves. I guess. Or you, you know, I phone. know there's some people who use their their nose instead. <laughs> really? That should work. That should still work. Yeah, yeah, lick it. Hey, can you actually take your nose and program it to Touch ID? Hmm. I don't. I've never tried. I doubt it. <laughs> All right. Let we've beat this subject to bed um, on the iPhone Seven. John's going to get one, and we're looking forward to it um, to see what John does. Let's talk about this other big, big story in the PC gaming world. Uh, Joe, do you, <laughs> over there on Steam. Uh, Joe, do you want to set this one up and, and what's happening with the uh, Digital Homicide? Yeah. So, um, so Digital Homicide is a is a game developer, and they've made or a, a publisher. Let's I guess. not throw that around too wildly. What? Yeah. yeah they've developed. They've put. Some, there are some games that are on Steam that they they claim ownership of. How's that? Or there were. I'm sorry, they're not anymore. <laughs> there were. Yeah, there um, were. And uh, past tense. And what happened is apparently um, the opinions of people playing these games were not wholly positive. Uh, they were, um, in now, fact, now they they were negative. Yeah, they were legitimate owners. They right. purchased the game. They gave they it an honest the game review. And they would leave a review, and the right. review would contain exactly a negative statement about the game, whether right. it was I didn't like it how it worked or it. You know, whatever. Um, Gameplay I've heard, sucked. I've heard the controls accusations were bad. running the gamut from just being a badly developed and designed game to they stole artwork from another game. A huge range. Wow. Wow. And okay. um, yeah, uh, I'm not suicide. saying that they did. To be clear, those are the things that people have reported. And basically, um, they uh, they filed suit against a hundred of those Steam users. Like fi- actually filed lawsuits, John Doe lawsuits against those users, and subpoenaed Steam for the user information so they could serve those individuals. And um, the total suit is uh, eighteen million dollars. Yeah, I mean, in Ching. response to these I mean, negative reviews. I mean, look at this. Yeah. So first off, here is the actual document. All these uh, Steam user, Demon Sword, Steam user, right. Nathos. I mean. They they yeah, they're all they're all they're they're called John Doe suits because they don't know the names of the actual people. They're oh, just wait, nope. And- Carl Pilkington is on this suit, and we know who Carl Pilkington is. I don't I don't believe we do. do oh come on, Carl! You know from uh, 
Yeah, uh, idiot I'm abroad. Sure that's not him. Oh, oh, darn it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so they filed they filed eighteen million dollar lawsuit against all these folks. They've apparently also uh, issued DMCA notices to YouTube channels and stuff like that that have posted things about their games. And um, Steam just sort of was like, "Homie, don't play that," and took all their games off the library. Just gone. S- just gone. Like Denied. within a few hours of the lawsuits going going through and being posted. So Steam has removed all of dig- digital homicides content. Uh, oh, they've released a statement. I didn't. I didn't see the statement that. Oh yeah, their statement was. Uh, in response to Valve's decision illustrating some of the offensive comments they've received in the past from certain Steam oh users. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> Have you been to their website? No. I'm going to pull it up now, actually, so you guys can check link. it out. Oh my god, this is... Wow. They are seeking legal representation. Yeah, but no, look at the website. It's like... It's like GeoCities making a comeback. Oh. <laughs> wow, they it's hammered this one. bad. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, wait a minute. What, what's so, up, John? They are now seeking legal representation? After filing I, the... the uh, who knows? It's the, I mean, so... so that's we, like going to a racetrack and going, hey, I need a race car. So, <laughs> so, so, I, guess, so I guess here's the question, right? There, yeah. there, there's, there's a line, and you know, we, we've heard about people who have been sued on Yelp, for example, uh, and their cases have been upheld, and you know, uh, because of freedom of speech, right? You know, y- you have the freedom to talk badly well, about a restaurant. Well, there's, or, there's a line, right? Right. So, yeah. you can say, um, you can say pretty much anything you want. However, if you say something that is, a, a, if you present something as a fact that is false. That is actually against the law. So, like I said earlier, there were some people who claimed that these guys had stolen artwork from other games. If they made that statement and that statement turned out to be false, right? that actually would so, be libel or slander, depending on the form it was made in. So what they're saying but, here, uh, Digital Homicide, for example, they're, they're just throwing this up as an example. They have a comment here from a user right. who has uh, been reported multiple times with over 2,000 posts over 18 months and was never dealt with for ongoing harassment. And, uh, you know, cover your ears if this is a, uh, if you don't like this. Uh, but the user says, I want to murder every single person responsible for this. And it's a link to the game Starship Nova Strike by Digital Homicide. And what Digital Homicide is trying to say is say, look, you know what? We don't mind if people say bad things about our game. But if it's repeated ongoing harassment, calling our games profu- profound names, saying, you know, uh, just you know, racial stuff and uh, you know, homo homosexual stuff and just really nasty things about our games, and Steam's not doing anything about it. Do they have something to stand on? And I think they do because after a while, I think Steam's got to step in and say, "Hey, look, you know, you can't be, you know, yeah, you can have your opinion about your game and stuff, but you can't repeatedly harass a publisher." There's well, there's the, got to be a line. I think the well, I think I think. You're you're partially right in that uh, there does need to be a a better better oversight of the Steam game review system. It's it's bad in its current form. As a as a Vive owner, a, a VR player, 
there's a lot oh, of games that yeah. are out there where people have said, yeah, uh, you know, they 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 won't even buy a game. They'll just re- leave a review for it, or or worse yet, they'll buy a game without having VR equipment, and they'll say game doesn't work in non-VR environments. How stupid is that? Uh, all of the people who developed this should be drug out in the street and shot. Uh, right. And it's like, no, you don't understand. It's not the game's fault. It's your fault. Right. Yeah. And, and so yes, there does need to be some reform of that review process, but also. Do you think people should be this, able to... These guys, these guys are picking out two examples of over 100 suits they filed against John Doe people. Correct. It is not an appropriate sample size. No. You know, they are handpicking these two examples. And, um, and we don't know if these are the two worst ones, these are the only two that are like this, or if, uh, if you know, these are the, the most tame ones. So if, if they have a legitimate complaint, they can make one. However... Going, um, going this route, and and they've, like I said, they've they've silenced other people before in in the way of DMCA takedowns on YouTube and stuff like that. That is inappropriate and overstepping their bounds as much as the people who are leaving reviews are doing inappropriate things and and doing what they shouldn't be doing. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it goes both ways. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Totally. And I mean, I, w- one thing that bothers me about you know Steam and and even like Microsoft Gaming and and other places where you see reviews for games that are not even released yet. And they give it, yeah. oh, five stars, this game's great, it's going to be awesome, I can't wait to... No, don't re- you can't review something that's not out. And and then you get people that review titles that they don't even own. And right. and it's just like, come on. And I know, I know uh, Valve just made a, a change to the review process now where they will only let you review games that you've purchased through their service. Like, so if you've gotten a key through another party... Uh, or outside of of Steam, that they are not accounting those reviews as part of the overall score of, of the of the game. So they are trying to make some tweaks, but I still think that they need to make some further tweaks. But what Digital Homicide is doing here, yeah, they're they're picking out a couple of extreme cases, and I and I agree. I think something needs to happen with those extreme cases. But at the same time, to try to blanketly say, well. You know, look look at us. Well, are, are the games legitimately legitimately good or bad? <laughs> I mean, what it, when it yep. comes down to right. Mm-hmm. Well, and a lot I've of them are the is bad. What was that, Cameron? Yeah. Uh, the video that I've seen of it, their games is really bad. Yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of their games too. They are a serial green lighter. You know what I mean? Yeah, they they are they are putting out tons and tons of titles because they know even if they put out a title at five bucks, they're going to get a a few dozen people to buy it and then they'll make some money on it and then they can change the art, make the game wow. almost the same and then release it with a different name and now it's a whole new game and they can sell another half a dozen content or you know another another few dozen uh, copies of it, that sort of thing. Well, you kind of look at the whole, uh, I would call it a little bit of a controversy with uh, No Man's Sky, right? And you saw how it looked with the, the E3 footage you know, from a couple of years ago and then when the game came out, it was completely different. And well, that's that was also uh, that was also what Sim City did that oh, the last Sim, version of Sim City Spore uh, was like that too, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, I, Spore I, did that yeah. to some degree. Spore wasn't quite as bad. Spore made the creature creator seem like the big part of the game, and it really was the exploring the universe that, or the taking over the rest of other planets. That was a bigger part of the game, the third stage. Um, and then yeah, so I mean that's that's you know, that is not something that's exclusively done by small studios. In fact, I would argue that. Big studios are probably more guilty of it than than uh, a I, lot of the small ones. I say where Digital Homicide has a case against Valve is for Valve not doing anything 
about reviews that are harassment. Attacking developers saying that they wish they would die, that they wish harm. It's a it's a fine line to walk though. I mean, you, because I, I say you can talk because, about the game all you want, but don't don't attack the developer like saying I wish you were dead. Right, but but so the 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 line to walk there is um who who gets to control that content? Does Valve get to control it or does the game publisher developer get to control that? I think Valve gets to control it. The the publisher can report it. Valve has to have within their the, first off, I think Valve what needs they need to do is have a clear set of guidelines, right? Of what is considered an appropriate review and what is not. And if they say in their in their guidelines that you cannot personally attack, name call developers and you know you know, that sort of thing. And then someone goes and writes that and then developer then reports that user. Okay, that's fine. I don't know. I've not seen the guidelines, so I don't know if there's a clean set of guidelines. I assume that there might be because otherwise, what's the lawsuit based on? <laughs> if Yeah, if, well, and, and I think another part of the problem too, so if Valve controls it, Valve doesn't necessarily have the manpower. You know, the, they're, they're having so many problems just dealing with support inquiries. Oh, yeah versus actually trying to police video game reviews. And it used to be, at least for a while there, the game publisher or developer had access to police the reviews and the forums, stuff like that. And all they would do is just delete all the negative ones. Oh, uh, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Which is as big a problem as anything else. Um, so, yeah, I, it, it's, it's tough. It, it goes, it sort of goes both ways. They, uh, it'd be nice if Valve was more responsive and... It, Honestly, it'd be nice if Valve was more responsive on everything. I, 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 as much as I love Steam as a platform, it's it's matured into something that's really fantastic. Valve as a company seems to let people down all the time. Um, we were supposed to have Half Life episodic content every three months. <laughs> Just saying. Um, so, you know, it, it's it's tough pointing the finger at Valve and saying, well, it's their fault. They need to fix it. Because they clearly, because of their their business structure, don't really have people who are interested in doing it, so they're just not. Well, I mean, there there's a way that Valve could you know get more of the community involved. I mean, for for what we you know poo poo and go against Microsoft. I mean, they have this Xbox Ambassador program, and they get a lot of people involved that are willing to volunteer their time, and they exchange it for points and perks. They could easily implement something similar to that on Valve. And get people involved to help police things, get trusted good people to help kind of police this stuff. Because right now, it's a little out of control. Especially when it comes to some of these reviews that, like I said before, oh, this game's great, and they don't own it. Or, you know, yeah. or, or, somebody, or or the game doesn't work, with, doesn't work on my desktop PC. I shouldn't have to have VR to play this VR game. Right, or yeah. I, I, I downloaded this, this, this book, but the game won't load because it's a book. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 so you know it's it's sad, and then you have the whole other side of things where people, uh, you know, prop up reviews that are fake, right? That that they're propping up a game that is, oh yeah, this is a great game. This you should get it, uh, but they're not legit reviews, and you see that all the time on Amazon, and you're seeing that on other platforms as well, and it's just like, come on. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh. One thing I did I, I did want to chat about a little bit, and uh, you know uh, we're we're big uh, con- we do like at times uh, specific controllers like flight sticks. 
I myself love the the farming controller from SciTech. Um, Joe, you brought this up to our attention, is that Mad Cats, which they owned SciTech, decided to sell SciTech, uh, their, their simulator controller division, to Logitech, right? Yeah. So, for... It, it's a weird... I can't believe it's only... Uh, and this sounds weird to say because it's still a lot of money. It's only $13 million. Which is interesting because Mad Cats purchased SciTech for $30 million, so they're selling it at a loss. Yeah, um, they purchased it back in 07, so they've had it for nine years. And, um, yeah. yeah, the article that we have on this is sort of hilarious, even though it's from a horrible, horrible website that we really shouldn't use. Um, <laughs> but I, well, it's a hilarious uh, article. So <laughs> Yeah, uh, so so in this, this paragraph says, Mad Cats bought the company in 2007, had them do some wacky shit, and basically reduces the sale value to a fraction of what it was nearly a decade ago. <laughs> um, and the and the wacky the wacky stuff they're talking about is Chase's beloved farming control. Hey, it's the best thing ever. Come on, I mean, no, no, I mean, I'm look, afraid it's not. I it's mean, a cool idea, and everybody's here's the thing. Everybody's always thought about something like that. About you know, everyone who sees it is like, oh, that'd be kind of cool to have. But not for farm simulator. I mean, look at I think that would be a cool controller add-on for a lot of other games. But I mean, farm I'm looking at you got you got you got 25 programmable buttons, a loader stick for crane and camera control, yep. a dial for adjusting cruise control. I mean, I love purpose-built controllers. I mean, this is just going back to like rail driver uh, and also uh, steel battalions uh, for the original Xbox. I love purpose-built controllers, and and and. To be fair, Joe, I mean, SciTech, they also have a huge line of flight simulation peripherals as well. Oh, Ra yeah. Radios and, and yokes and, and the whole nine yards. I mean, it's yeah. really oh, nice yeah. stuff. Yeah, and uh, um, and and I have a set, I think it, I think it's SciTech, I have a set of their uh, of their fighter yoke or, or one of their controllers, one of their HOTAS sets, and and really like it. It's a great set. Um. And then, yeah, they also have, I think I put a link in there to their pro flight equipment. You can actually build an entire wraparound, uh, I think you, I think it's supposed to be modeled after a Cessna cockpit, uh, complete with radio panels, nice. and, uh, navigation, and and even um, artificial horizons and and uh, um, uh, all of the bits and pieces that you would need with, a, with an accurate Cessna copied yoke and throttle and uh, mixture and prop pitch set of controls. I mean, you can build an entire small aircraft cockpit with what they have for sale. It's not cheap, but you can do it. Uh, hmm. And it's really, really cool that you can do that. Um, so, yeah, they do make some really cool stuff. And and I think that they're the ones who, who some of their gear, if you have the right combination of stuff and the right software, you actually can get real flight equivalency hours uh, towards licensing. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, you have to have the right flight simulator, of course. You can't just use Microsoft's yeah. new arcade flight version, but you, right. you can do it. Uh, it, it. And it is really cool. Um, so I guess the ultimate... Farming simulator controller is interesting, right. but, you know. So, so I guess the ultimate question here is yeah. with Logitech picking up now SciTech, is this going yeah. to be an improvement? And I, I'm actually leaning in the camp of, yes, I think Logitech makes some really good gaming peripherals, you know, some... I'm actually using a G710 Plus uh, mechanical gaming keyboard right now uh, in my setup here, uh, and I also have a, a G13 uh, controller that I use to switch all the shots with on the on the Mac. So, I some of the stuff is is really really good, uh, and it's been robust. Some of the SciTech stuff that I've used in the past, I've 
questioned a little bit on the manuf- manufacturing uh, uh, longevity uh, and the durability of the of device, but I'm actually pos- thinking positive on this. Um, now, Joe, I mean, you're the other guy that uses a lot of uh, their things. What do you think? Is this potentially good or, or so, bad? So, yeah, on the Logitech stuff, I have a their new G900. Hey. Although it's not the mouse that I'm using. I have Here's an old G7, G700S. Um, what's really funny about this is I no longer have a Logitech keyboard. I do at work, but I do not, I do not use it here. And, uh, the mouse that I'm using right now is a, uh, is, is one of rockets, a rocket tie on. Um, <laughs> and I've actually been really happy with it. It's, it's different. It is wired, which I am not a super big fan of, but that's okay. I mean, clearly these are both wireless mice. Um, I don't know. It's it's sort of a mixed bag. It's either going to go well or Logitech's going to be give them like another year to try to get their feet under themselves and then be like, nope, you're done and close it. Uh, and, I, and I don't know that it's going to be anywhere between those two. I think it's I, either going to be they're going to expect SciTech to figure themselves out and be a success really quickly or they're going to be like, why do we keep you around? Let's just take everything that you own and all of your IP and close the company down. And now in 10 years, we'll make a joystick that kind of matches something you guys have. Yeah, I, I, they definitely fit a niche. And they're only the, the, the one manufacturer that I know of that fills that niche. And so Logitech, I think, sees that and go, okay, well. well Thrustmaster's coming back and trying to fill some of those roles. Yeah. Um, Logitech hasn't had a good joystick out since their their old 3D one. For I still have it up I on the shelf. I think they're still yeah. making they're still making it, and it's it's like fifteen years old now. Um, but yeah, it it'll be interesting to see what happens. Hopefully, they don't really break it. Yeah, the Extreme Three D Pro, they yep. still make the thing. I know. Can it's you believe forty that? bucks? It's got to be fifteen years old because yeah, I know mine's covered with dust wherever the heck it is. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. Hopefully, they don't they don't completely can it. Yeah. We'll see. All right, before we get out of here, uh, and there, by the way, you guys, we have a lot of stories we didn't have time to get through this week, and we'll have them in our show notes if you want to peruse them at our website at geekgamer.tv. Let's talk about real quick what we're doing, what we're playing, what we've been up to. Uh, John, uh, what have you been playing uh, other than uh, Diablo 2 and Eve? What what have you been What have you been playing? Well, I just this weekend finally got my hard drive space issue Handled. Ah, so you finally got Grand Theft Auto oh. installed. Nice. Yeah. Nice job, John. Well, so you're going to be playing that with us later tonight. Yeah, yeah. you're going to play? I don't know. We'll see. What do you mean you don't know? The uh, uh No. I mean, and it's even larger. I, I did well, I, I did the smart thing with Arc. I just copied the directory over and then I uninstalled oh, it. Oh, that's right, Arc. Yep. And then reinstalled it and said, "Oh, we're uh you know, it, it checked the files that were already there and then updated." So what are you playing, John? I was playing Arc today. You're 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 playing Arc. Yes. Um, that's not what's in Eve. the show notes. What yeah, was that? No, actually, that was. I just threw that in there. It was a game that I was peeking at. Um, so th- those are supposed to be games that you're playing. That wasn't. Yeah. I didn't say that I was playing that. I was just kind of throwing that out there for you guys to look at. It. Uh, that's an, another uh, early access game, but it looks like the the community behind it and the, and the discussions have been really happy with it. And it was, and I'm I'm totally. I don't have the notes up on my phone. Just a second here. That's all right. So, but you're you, but you the game that you're really playing right now is is, is, is Ark. Yep. Actually, so well. so it's a game where you're you're going through the woods and you're you're fighting dinosaurs. Yeah. That's it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And as you can see, here's John just uh just walking through the woods now, just looking for dinosaurs. 
Um, you got to stop beat on the occasional tree, too. Yeah, that's right. Do you have to punch trees to get wood, John? Yes. You really do? Yeah, actually, to start the game, the, yeah, you got to punch. <laughs> you got to punch. You got to punch the trees to get wood. To get John. wood. Yeah. Formative murder point. Yeah. All right. So that's what John's playing. Ark, murder asylum. Uh, <laughs> Joe, what are you playing? Joe? Sorry, my audio cuts out. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, sorry. My audio keeps cutting out, so I have to unplug and replug my microphone in. Oh, uh, don't worry. So, so what have you been playing? Oh, uh, so I have actually been playing a, um, well, uh, in in addition to the, the prerequisite uh, 30 hours of GTA a week that I have to play, um, I have been playing uh, a game called Unbox, uh, Unbox, which is out on... Unbox. It's a it's a platformer where you're playing a cardboard box. What? Literally. Okay. Check it out. Uh, I, I, I put I, a link in there to the to the website for yeah, it. Yeah, I got some video um, playing of it right now. So yeah. So you are a little cardboard box, and you're it's it's a platformer. Uh, so you're going around different areas. You're collecting stamps, and you're fighting uh, a group called the um, who are they? Something wild. Uh, wild cards. And uh, so this is a this little thing here. It's showing you is a a little mini game to to continue on. You you know whenever you run into a new area, you have to sort of do this little mission to know how to navigate or know how to do something new in this map, that sort of thing. And um, it's a it's actually a fun game. Uh, you it has a double jump mechanic, but you can only double jump six times. It's uh, based on your lives. So if you double jump a lot and then you get hit caught in an explosion, you die. Stuff like that. It's it's actually been so, a lot of fun to play so you're playing a box yeah you're playing a cardboard box and you one of the things you do is collect uh golden tape um <laughs> and uh that's that's one of the unlockables you collect golden like duct tape sort of things see this this guy didn't make it oh um, and he lost all his styrofoam packaging material yeah yeah when you when you die or uh, reset you 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 sort of yeah do that um Oh and uh, it, it's actually it's actually a lot of fun. Uh, the worlds are are not super big, but they're they're pretty open. Um, you, you you do a lot of exploring to find find stuff that's around, and um, I've had I've had a good time with it. It's it's worth checking out. It's not very expensive. It's again it's on Steam. I want to say it's like twelve bucks. Um, it's it's sixteen bucks now. It must have been on sale. Uh, and uh, and and it's it's fun. If you like platformer games. It's it's an entertaining game to play. It's definitely got some bugs behind it, uh, but you know it's a small small development house, little little game that they came up with, and and I've had I've had a good time with it. Mr. Cameron, uh, what have you been playing? Uh, GTA and probably too much. <laughs> Part of the requisite thirty hours a week of GTA that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. I was going to say yes. now in in, in <laughs> the GTA world though, uh, uh, Cameron, how much of that is golf? Actually, uh, we haven't played golf in like a week. Yeah, we should fix that. Uh, generally, yeah. it's about uh, five, six hours a week of golf, and then another twenty-five hours of mayhem and <laughs> destruction of NPCs. Okay, yeah. and maybe an hour of actually doing heists. See, and you yeah. guys, and it, I, I'm saying, I, I hear you guys say how many hours you've been playing that, and it's like, and you guys give me crap. I've got probably during the week, actually, I've probably less, you know, or zero. I haven't played during the week. I've only been just kind of messing around on the weekend. Um. Yeah, but that's Eve. So no, not even Eve. Actually, it's, it's that's Ark. Ark. Yeah, 
I mean, it, yeah, it, on, honestly, it's it's probably been at least ten days, fifteen days since I've logged into Eve. Um, Arc is you know I played a little bit this afternoon. Um, I'm having an issue with a, a driver crash <laughs> and a a lockup with the game at the moment, but that's the yeah I'm in withdrawals. Um, that <laughs> okay. is uh. You know, that's part of being an early access game, you know, working through some of the bugs and whatnot. So I was looking, trying to figure out, all right, well, you know, what's what's it doing? You know, what at what point or is it, you know, my system or is it actually the game that's causing it? All right. Fair but, enough. Yeah. My, my my game that I've been playing and I've been playing this a lot and I, I, I just have this addiction and I don't know why I've been playing a lot of City Skylines. Uh, it is a city builder. This is what honestly what SimCity should have been. Um, they have a huge modding community behind them. Uh, a lot of great stuff in the Steam Workshop, and really, it's uh, the ability to to build a city of your choosing. Uh, there's some great maps. Um, you know, you're fighting traffic and resources, and just the whole nine yards. And for me, I I just love playing it, and I, I've been playing it a lot. And uh, it's a good, like, educational time waster in a way, I guess, if you call it that. Uh, but it's a lot of educational. <laughs> and what have you learned from that? I've learned that I am not a good city manager, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I and I should but not. You you should you should not apply for the job of city planner in various locations. Is that no, what you're saying? No, as long okay. unless unless those uh, unless those cities come with a little meter that tells me how much residential that I need to build and how much commercial and how much industrial. Just, just waiting for you to 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 uh, to get that that job from uh you know apply for that job at the city's city of marysville and be like okay first thing we need to do SeaTac is getting a little too big for his bridges let's build an international airport that's right <laughs> let me let me break out the demolition tool real quick right <laughs> just, <laughs> just just take a second yeah. click i'm done see look at that look at that yeah and who, who cares that arlington actually has a pretty decent runway up there they they do they do i mean i don't know can a 747 land there though no, it's not that big. No, it's not. It's small. but it but it yeah. used to be yeah. a, 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 an airfield I, I back in the war. At, I happened to be at Portland Airport the other day and saw a um, Antonov uh, one two five in there. Not not the giant two two five, um, but the one two five, which is the slightly smaller, still giant cargo plane. I was hmm. surprised. There's only like thirteen of them in the world, and one of them was sitting at Portland Airport. Oh wow! Yeah. So so that is what I'm playing. If you guys are interested. In playing games with us, we have a Discord channel, and we also have a Steam gaming community, geekgamer.tv. We'll have a link in the show notes if you guys want to join that community. We're gaming all the time. Um, granted, we all try to game together when we can and try to get John to play Grand Theft Auto. John, you have that installed now, right? Yes. Wow, you heard it here live that John has it installed. The full 64 gig re-downloaded <laughs> yesterday. I was like, I, I, I did the uninstall, and I'm like, Oh, I should have moved it. What files I had to the other hard drive, and yeah, that was fun. So, uh, if you guys are interested in gaming with us, uh, please jump in our Discord and also feel free to jump in um, our Steam gaming community as well. We also have a crew in Grand Theft Auto as well. Which John, have you joined the crew yet? No. Well, we'll make sure we'll get you an invite into the crew so you can. Well, do, that... do you have a social club account yet? No. Well, yeah. how are you going to play Grand Theft Auto without it, John? Yeah. How are you going to play GTA Online without it? Yeah. I, hell, I don't know. I don't think I can even play single player without it. 
I don't know. I've not, no, I've never really tried. Yeah. Anyway, I <laughs> want to remind all you guys, if you want to download this show or any of our previous 270 episodes of Geek Gamer Live, you can head over to our website at geekgamer.tv. You can also check out our latest PAX West coverage. We've also put in our, uh, what do you want to call it, our interest into the CES team and, and see if uh, they would like us to come out there and cover the Consumer Electronics, uh, Consumer Electronics Show. So we'll see. I, uh, I put in our credentials and haven't heard a thing yet. It's still in the pending stage. So we'll see what happens. We're going to go for a live view? Go down there and do some live broadcast? No. CES? No. God, no. I hope not. <laughs> no. Please, no. No, that's warm after a while. <laughs> actually, do you know who's giving the keynote this year? NVIDIA's yeah, giving I, the keynote. I, I thought it oh, was that's uh, right. NVIDIA. That's yeah, right. yeah, and uh, it's going to be all about VR, uh, which I'm really excited to hear about. So, Well, they I, just... Uh, Sorry, we're still getting off. No, it's off, okay. Off. It's all right. Well, they just uh, their their homepage right now has a module that they're they're pushing to obviously not consumers that is supposed to enable. Um, it's called NVIDIA Drive PX2, and it's for auto cruise driving and HD mapping. And apparently, it's something that if you are making cars, you should put in your car. I want NVIDIA in my car. We saw some of that two years ago. Some of the consoles and stuff that they were making yeah. looked yeah. really good. Was my, that my 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 car's uh, dashboard? Actually, if you go to the right spot, it has an open source software notice in it. Oh, it, it does. Uses some open source software. Yeah. Nice. Hmm. So that was the the CES that we went to, wasn't it? They were doing that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was CES okay. a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah, we saw we saw it at CES. Three I think it ago. was a. Yeah, it was when, a concept dash. Uh, there were like two or three concept dashboards from a yeah. couple different manufacturers. Yeah, when you said, because I think I'm like, I thought it was longer than that, more yeah. than two years ago. No, it was like two or three. I think it was three. I think it was 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, we're we're gonna see if we're gonna be able to head out the CES this year. I put in uh, for the credentials, and we're in the waiting stage right now. No doubt, they're getting lots of requests for <laughs> credentials. Uh, so we're in the waiting pattern right now, but. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, if you guys want to check out everything that we're doing at Geek Gamer TV on Twitter, also like us on Facebook, follow us on YouTube, follow us on Twitch. Really, just we're trying to engage the community wherever we're at, uh, so please do that. I want to say a big thanks to John, Joe, and Cameron for being here this week. And uh, in case you missed this episode, you can uh, find it on iTunes, which is John's favorite podcatching piece of software, or... If you're on the Android side of things, Pocket Cast is a great place. You can also find us on TuneIn and anywhere where podcasts are sold. I want to say a big thanks to everybody. Thanks for watching and downloading the show this week. For all of my good friends, thanks for watching. Until we all talk again, we're all silent. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie.